La maudite des vieux chauds. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like, you got like new one. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show, now on a flipping Monday. You're an angel witch. Who's an angel witch? You. Des. No. Couldn't possibly be. <laughs> How's it going, Des? How are you? You know who's... You know, I'm doing great, Chris. Good to see you again. How are you? You too. It's been a while. We've been... Uh, not a hiatus or anything, but hell, summer happened. We've gonna, been avoiding each other. Let's, let's just we, be honest. We're building up content. We're, we're, we're way working very hard yeah. at... Uh, <laughs> Making magic. Oh, yes. Uh, welcome, everyone, joining us live tonight. This is, uh, we weren't sure if this was going to be the Dave Hill Good Time Hour or the Good Time Hour without Dave Hill. So, um, the situation is fluid. Yeah, tonight uh, we are the Good Time Hour with or possibly without Dave Hill. You're saying there's a chance he could show up at any given moment? Yeah, well, because he's like on a shoot or something. He said he's going to join when he can, but um, he's doing show business? He's doing show business stuff. That's pretty cool. He's making a living. Nice. Um, you got some trucks driving by, I hear. Yeah, I'm doing what I can. I'll jockey the the mute button. Oh yeah, you're fine. But, uh, Are you like right yeah. on the on the street? A little bit. the 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 window sort of faces the side of the house, but the road it's a hill. Yeah. Trucks have to, you know, they do some engine braking. Yeah. Uh, I, stuff like that. I probably but, mentioned this before. Like I'm on the second floor of my building on like a really busy one way street. So okay, it's just one fight after another out there because there's always like an Amazon truck double parked or like a Fresh Direct truck or something. Well, those guys are assholes. I had an Amazon guy taking up two spots at work the other day. I actually had to be that guy and like kind of yell at him from my steering wheel and be like, yeah. "You can't park there, man! Come on!" It's uh, give, him, give him the business. He's like, "I'm sorry, sir." I know it's weird. I'm, it's like I'm they're just doing their the area. They're just doing their jobs, but also like they could use some common, common sense, sense. <laughs> and like just pull up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, situational awareness is something that is definitely lacking in our society oh, these yeah. days. Oh yes. No question. Um, yes, not to mention all the raccoons that have taken up residence in my scaffolding. Uh, the scaffolding has come down. Uh, How long? I didn't even know you had scaffolding. Yeah, well, they were doing repairs on our building, like, right to, like, the beginning of 2020. And then the pandemic happened, and they just stopped oh, yeah. for, like, a year. 
and then they started again but yeah we just had this ugly scaffold outside and that was actually uh house sitting for me and discovered there were a bunch of raccoons living in the scaffolding okay well yeah i mean it's it's a good place for them sure yeah you know it's out of the way they never bothered us i mean you know yeah that's that's the perfect neighbor with the ones you don't even know are there yeah you know yes oh yes 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 um how have you been des good it's been it's been a busy run i've i condensed my whole summer into about a three-week period yeah from like the june 20th through yesterday or through yeah through yesterday yeah and i I did all my social shit summer is now over time to get back to work make over time when everybody's dogging it summer's now over you know summer's over fourth of july summer's done (laughs) and i i know i'm not preaching to the choir perhaps on this one you know yeah no i understand what you mean but think about it it. also is very odd to think that it's only july 11th and uh it's like saying like you know well you know what there is something to that though because like december 26 it just feels like the holidays are over i mean there's uh, yeah there's, there's new year's but no one really that's not like a family celebration or anything it's a different it's a different mindset altogether yeah. whereas christmas is definitely one of those annual marking sort of things and fourth of july is sort of its equal and opposite seasonal match oh yeah and uh so yeah, I mean, if if you don't know what you're doing in August by now, you're not doing anything. Good point. So then that doesn't matter. Sit there in your house and don't do anything. Solid point. Or, you know, you you know what you're doing, but you only got a few weeks to do it because maybe you got to go back to school, or you got kids that got to go back to school, or work is going to get busy again once everybody comes back to the office after being on vacation. Yeah. And so there's this mentality you got to like start jamming it all in and getting in as much as you can. Yeah. And and that takes some of the leisurely fun out of summer when you just sit. I took five naps yesterday. <laughs> And I'm damn proud of it. So, you know, that's the end of my summer. And uh, now we work. Oh, man. I think that was the first time I've ever sneezed on a live stream. I thought you were laughing really hard at something. Nah, said, I but, muted yeah. it expertly. Expertly yeah, timed mute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, More five naps. I, um, I think there was a point, like, early pandemic where I was taking at least two or three naps a day, like, yeah. nothing else to do. Well, two of, the mat- two of the naps definitely did come during the Met game, and the, the, oh, yeah. that's news fest, but, you know, sports minute. Mets are playing the Braves, first place is on the line. Oh, boy. No score as of now, last I checked. Anyway, uh, back to the show. I think we have a couple people watching for the first time tonight, so we should explain. Uh, is that right? The good time hour. Uh, is the Good Time Hour without Dave Hill is the show we do, and Dave is out doing show business stuff and uh, performing for audiences around the world or on TV sets. I think I think that's what he's on today. I think he's filming something. Okay. Um, so uh, so yeah. So this is the show when Dave is uh, when not when Dave's not here. You and I we catch up. We talk about all the stuff that Dave would normally uh, be enraged. <laughs> Petition to start selling. I took five. That's ah, good time hour. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll sign. I'll sign. Yes. Uh, but welcome, everyone. Uh, I don't really. I don't know what we're going to discuss tonight. But we have you and I have a lot to discuss. So um, we should just uh, maybe just go down the list. 
dive right into it. You want to? Uh, well, how, how have you been? What's what's been going on with your summer? What's paint a picture with words, as Dave likes to say. What's happening in uh, summer has been fine. I mean, I'm not much of an outdoorsy traveling type, so I mean. You're content to stay in the city? Yeah, honestly, like... In your blood like that? It's like, it only affects, you know, the hour of each day that I step foot outside of my apartment to, like, take a walk or something. Right. Uh, So, you know... I might have to make it a mission to get you out of the city. Yeah, I really should. I'm gonna have to come. Am I gonna have to come pick you guys up? Maybe. Do you have a car? I do. We have two in this piece of property. Oh, man. Here, as a matter of fact, drive. We both have our licenses as well. Oh. I think you were you were gonna come out here, and then you realized that my your license, papers were not in order. My license was expired, which <laughs> I, I waited way too. I think I have to do the whole. What happens when your license expires? You have to take the whole test over. No, I don't think you have to take the test. You're now in renewal. Yeah. Category, but you might have to fill out an extra piece of paperwork or prove where have you been. God damn They're going to ask you why didn't you, and you're going to have a hassle. Well, to say the pandemic. Well, you're going to have a problem with your insurance because you will have been an unlicensed driver. I don't. Uh, I don't own a car. I don't have. I don't have car insurance. Well, at some point you should. I mean, shit's all going to go down. You're going to need. A, you're going to need an out. Wait. You're saying I should have car insurance even if I don't have a car? Well, no, but once you get it, I'm saying you need oh, a car. when I get a car. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to have gonna, a car. Really? You're just that resigned to <laughs> no. that life? I wow. No, I've... 17-year-old niece. No, I've decided I'm only going to have a car if I have, like, a garage or, like, a space to park it in. Because parking around That's here fair. is just absolutely nightmarish anytime we've had to park around here it takes like an hour sometimes yeah it's brutal so you're you're never you're you're firmly in the camp of like i'm in the city and i'm not trying to if i ever need a car i just get an uber and then but even just leaving like getting oh leaving the the city i i love leaving the city i'm just um i've become a hermit the past couple years you know but i i do i do enjoy living the city i love to come out to you guys um, I I've known so many people in my life, and like they hate this whole area, and they they were born here, yeah, and raised here, and they're like, oh my god, I got to get out of here, and you know, a lot of them do make it out, and you know, you never hear hide nor hear from them again. But it, at the yeah. same time, I I don't understand that aversion to to being from this area, and and some people feel actual shame, and that makes no sense. <laughs> there is like a. There's like, yeah, and I, I've never known why, but there is like a growing up as a New Yorker, a negative connotation of Jersey. It's kind of like a, it's like, it's treated like a joke almost, you know? I, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Um, there's like, a, it's like, you know, being a, a Jet fan yeah. in a New York Giants city. Yeah. So fine, whatever. Yeah, but the idea yeah. of just writing off an entire state because you don't like, you know. Honestly, though, I I, I write off Florida. Without... Well, that's that's different. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's uh, I don't I don't I don't mind the the New York City because there's two different kinds of New York City or there's two kinds of New York anti Jersey bias because there's also the upstate right um, problem. That, that you might have. So, you mean like upstate New York? Like uh, correct. Yeah. You know, they have an entirely different perspective on us in Jersey than New York City. Oh, does. absolutely. You know. Yeah. So I'm trying to look up somebody. I think it was Doyle asked, like, has the crow flies? How far is Chris? <laughs> 
from my place. I think when Dave and, and I were trying to figure out how to get out to your place, we it, it was like literally a four hour journey one way. <laughs> I mean, if you take a train, yeah, I can, I can see. <laughs> like door to door, it was like, oh. Hmm. Like we could fly to Leave Chicago now. at that time. I, why are Google Maps being so so ridiculous? I can't make it work. But let's just say it's only about like 50, 55 miles, I think. Really? Most. But it's a hard once you're out of the city, I'm an hour from the Holland Tunnel. Yeah. So how long does it take you to get to the Holland Tunnel? Uh, I mean, it depends. Because like the traffic sometimes is just like super brutal. Because you have to go through Manhattan. Right. right. There's no like you can't get on the GW. Well, you could take the GW. You could do okay. that for sure. Um, but even that sometimes it's a nightmare. That can be brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, yeah. On a Friday or Saturday, it's just, it's. Uh, yeah. It's you'll have to come out on like a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could. Like, I don't have a real job. Like, I could really just come out whenever. I didn't say you could move in. <laughs> no, I'm I good. Said, we, I, I we, think, we uh, you know, August 15th is a good moving date. Um, so I'll just, you know, plan on August that. 15th. All right. Well, you know, Kim is going on vacation <laughs> around that time. So we can get away with it for a little bit. See, I can be Kim. I'll be your Kim for. Uh, well, okay. Now that there's just, everything just got weird. <laughs> everything just, you got to take, because she does a lot with the chickens that I don't have to do. <laughs> How are your chickens? You got some new ones uh, somewhat They're, recently, right? Yeah, they're doing great. We picked up a couple more. We did I talk about the one we had that was a rooster? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it we, definitely we, is a rooster. We traded the rooster in uh, uh, for a new poor one. Guy. Hey, no, trust me, this rooster is going to have a good life running tail at his. Uh, Dan Wally's asking how far is the closest farm to me. That's within a seven minute drive. Oh, I thought you were just going to say like right outside your door. No, I have a, I have a, I, I'm in a fairly residential yeah. cluster, but five minutes outside of town, there's all kinds of equine and bovine and yeah. The thing is, like the the food farming, the how far away it is in miles really means absolutely nothing when you live in New York City because yeah, um, it takes forever. For, like Matt, uh, Matt just wrote here, like. Like, yeah, for him, where he lives in Brooklyn to, to get to my place in Forest Hills, literally, like, at least a 90-minute commute. Yeah. To go, I think, maybe three miles on a map. <laughs> that's 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 brutal. <laughs> three or four miles. It can't be any further than that. I mean, we're, like, in the same landmass. Yeah, I, I drive 25 miles a day to work. Or, well, actually, 50. Um, but it's all country, right? There's no highway. Yeah, there's a there's a few a couple traffic light three maybe five yeah. traffic lights and and they're they're all pretty quick yeah, uh, and it's I cover so much ground compared to when I was trying that city life you know oh yeah wait where so, in which city did you live in I was in like Jersey City oh, Newark okay. I mean I have families from Elizabeth right right you right. know. Elizabeth, you know, small town. It could take you half an hour to drive on the other, to the other side of town to get out. So, if you go seventy eight, it's an hour and a half right now. Looking at at Twitter, hour and a half is not that bad. Okay. How long do you think an hour and a half Uber ride would cost you? Uh, sixty five miles. You're sixty five miles from my house. Uh, an Uber that far, I would just assume like two hundred, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Because there's probably all sorts of like 
extra fees when you leave the state. <laughs> I think that's probably where the city bias actually comes from is the Brooklyn and Queens residents because like people from Manhattan have no reason to bitch about going to Jersey because it's super easy. But like Brooklyn and Queens, yeah, that was when I was living in Jersey City and I was, you know, a single fella and I'm on your Tinder and other dating apps and stuff like that. I was like overwhelmed with like Brooklyn yeah. matches, but I didn't want to go to Brooklyn just as much as anybody from Brooklyn didn't want to go. I, you know, I have nothing against Brooklyn. Jersey. Like my, my, uh, I have family there. I have a lot of friends who live there, but, um, I, I really, the idea of ever going to Brooklyn is just like, uh, ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. like my whole day. I have to plan my whole day around it. <laughs> I, like I, I, one random memory I have of the city that I'll never forget is like walking on like Second Avenue down by the Bowery and everything, and two guys sitting out on the sidewalk talking and bullshit. And then the guy's like, "I'm not going above 14th Street." And what's that? A, a, a 10 minute walk yeah. from from Second Street yeah, yeah, yeah. up to 14th. You know, that's insane. So, I mean, Manhattan is it's like, it, you know. Yeah. It's really not that hard to get around from one point A to point B in Manhattan, but yeah, once you yeah. um, once you cross that second river, it all goes yeah. to shit. When the boroughs get involved, that's when it's just ugh. yeah. But yeah, someone said, uh, "Well, Miss Marshall said we just bicycle everywhere if uh, she lives in the NYC," and that's what I was doing for a while because um, it is honestly, it's like the most efficient way to get around the city. Yeah. Like I was by yeah. when I work in Manhattan, I was biking from my apartment in Astoria to Manhattan every day. Where in Manhattan? Midtown, Times Square area. That's, that's, that's some Olympic level. Kind of, but honestly, competition. It, it would take me like 28 minutes though. Yeah. To get the end. You ever, did, on the train, it was always an hour, like at least. How many How many times did your ass pucker up though? Um, that 28 minutes when somebody came a little close. Yeah, I, well, because I, yeah, I'd have to go over the 59th Street Bridge, which is Ouch. not an easy bridge to go over. Um, oh, man. But, and I, I, you know, I got hit by a car uh, once. Oh. I got doored a couple times. It's really, it is, it is pretty, it's pretty dangerous biking in Manhattan. <laughs> You know, I, I got hit by a bear in my car once, so I guess it's sort of relative. Wait, the bear hit you? Like, yeah, I was driving. I was driving on Route 80, and only in Parsippany, which for those not from here, it's you know, half an hour outside of the city, and it's very crowded and very residential, and it's not really bear country. And this was a while ago, but there's this patch on the highway. There's a lot of woods, and somehow a bear ended up in there, and I'm driving. <laughs> And this, you know, animal comes out of the woods in the middle of the highway, and he's crossing towards the the right shoulder. And these bears are slow, you know. And I tried to give him space, but he ended up like kind of t-boning my door. Oh man! And uh, that's the only bear interaction I've had. That's but nuts. It, it's. Uh, I guess that relates to you getting doored on. Uh, yeah, well, it's just 39th Street. I mean, nobody. In this, drivers do not care about pedestrians or no. cyclists or anything. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> sorry, someone, someone wrote a message in here that I. We're doing Mads business. Now? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> just, just email me. <laughs> Uh, but I think someone's confused. The, the Mad Show is uh, the Lost Missile Show is not till July twenty third. Just to answer your question on this show. Okay. Um, but yeah, do, uh, yeah. Get you just you really have to be cautious about getting doored because uh, uh, people just they don't look. They just open up their doors. Yeah, it's you know they do a pretty good job of making the bike lanes 
away from the door scenarios, it seems, but still, yeah, it's, it's, it's a savage world. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yes. only getting worse there. Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and just like you, I survived high school. And we're not alone. On my podcast, The JV Club, I invite some of my friends to share the highs and lows of their teen years, like moments with Aisha Tyler. But when you're a kid, the stakes are just pretty low. Go to school, try not to get in trouble, get laid. Jamila Jamil. I watched television probably every waking hour during that time when I was shit-faced on medicine. And Dave Holmes. We talked and talked, and then everybody left. It was just us two, and I was like, I love you. Learn how you too can be a functioning adult after the drama and heartbreak of high school. Every week on the JV Club with Janet Varney. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a judgment-free show. Hi, I'm Biz, host of One Bad Mother. Whether you're a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I signed my stepson up for a camp that is actually in another state. I feel really stupid, and I don't think we're going to get the money back. And then he found out that the car manual is a book about cars, so now he's reading our car manual. We So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Download One Bad Mother on MaximumFun.org. And yes, there will be swears. Um, I think I mentioned, uh, well, I, yeah, I just, I mentioned it to you. I saw the new Thor movie on yeah. uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, my buddy, uh, Derek Humphrey, who's been on the show, actually, he and I okay. uh, got tickets and we saw it and, uh, I get there and the, uh, you know, the usual routine for these Marvel movies when we go is we smoke a shit ton of weed and then right uh, on and, you know, go into theater and I tend to pass out towards the end of the movie. Like during Multiverse of Madness, I was like sort of falling asleep. Because you're a lightweight or because the movie sucked? No. Uh, no, the movie was great. I wasn't so much as a lightweight. It was that Derek gave me an edible. For Multiverse of Madness, he gave me like a weed, oh, a weed okay. edible. Edibles are different. On top of all of like the weed we'd smoked like oh, literally around yeah, the corner from the theater right before going in. That's no good. Uh, but for Thor, um, I show up and we're sitting in Derek's car. We're uh, getting ready to go into the theater, and he's like, "Hey, so do you want um, do you want an edible?" And I was like, "I can't do them again." He's like, "Oh no, these are uh, mushroom edibles." And mushroom edibles, so they're not just it, the mushroom. It was like a chocolate. It's like a little chocolate. Okay. And I was like contemplating because like I've only taken mushrooms a few times in my life yeah I, I have had like some weird negative experiences but i've also had some great ones mm-hmm. the, the best ones just being like i'm just sitting there like laughing at cartoons for you know yeah. a few hours um, set and setting is an important thing oh yeah and so i was like yeah. a little I was a little hesitant um mm-hmm. because i didn't want to like be trapped in a movie theater yeah i feel like you know people were 
like thinking I was like weird or whatever. <laughs> right. But, or things start going weird in the movie. Yeah. Who knows how you're going to. Well, so he, he was like, well, it's like really, really mild. Like you'll feel it, but it's, you know, by the time the movie's over, you won't feel it anymore. You'll be done. And so like we get into the. That's a bold promise. Yeah. But I, I trust Derek because he okay. basically like lives on these, these things, you know, like he knows <laughs> okay. he, and he and I, I think we both have very high tolerance. So. Uh huh. Um, he's professionally inclined when it comes to the chemicals. Yeah, like I trusted his his dosage recommendation. Okay. Um, so we get into the theater, and uh, and it's great. Like we sit down, like the assigned seating. We sit down. The movie, like, love that. Yeah, like we love that. we we actually missed like all of the trailers because we were taking our time getting in there. Sure. And um, and then there's one trailer that plays right before the movie starts and it's the trailer for avatar the new avatar okay. movie how'd it look well we did not pay for a 3d screening so the trailer comes on and keep in mind so now like the mushrooms have been in our system for about 20 minutes at this point and then this yeah. avatar trailer comes on and the movie looks terrible like anyway but they played the trail like the 3D version of the trailer to a, a packed theater of people who did not have 3D glasses on them. So it was kind of like tripled and fuzzed out. The back was like, distorted. yeah, the back, like the background of everything was doing this weird juddery yeah. thing that was just it's hard to look. It's hard to look at 3D without the proper yeah, but the mess with your head. We felt like for like the first 30 seconds, I honestly thought it was like the mushroom. Oh, like shit. Like what the fuck? Like I know <laughs> that we did not get a 3d movie because like I never do. And Here then we go. <laughs> yeah. But then we saw other people like looking back at the projector and stuff. So we're like, all right, it's not just us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie, uh, I give it, um, it was actually like, it was real. It was, you know, it's a really fun, enjoyable movie to see. And, uh, is this the this is the fourth Thor yeah, movie? Yeah, it's the fourth Thor movie, which is that's crazy, which is insane. Like I never thought we'd even have a Thor movie, and now we have four of them. Um, I saw I saw the first one. Yeah, the first one's okay. I've still never seen the second one, but um, yeah, because everyone I heard just, that one was garbage. Yeah, everyone just always talks shit about it. The third one's like one of the best Marvel movies, and then this new one is like more of the same, pretty much. Same guy. Um, but we both thought it was like awesome, and then we we like got out and reading other people's takes, and like everyone hated it. So maybe it was the yeah. mushrooms that made us really appreciate it. I mean, there's always the, yeah, it's hard to avoid the general discussion of something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like uh, the utopian hermit monk, <laughs> they, like, they like them all, and and that's. You, that's where I try to land. Like you know, I try to have a good time in all these. Like, not to always bring it back to Star Wars, but there's, oh, yeah. you know, I've come out of Star Wars saying that was pretty good. Yeah, and then and then you hear it sucked from everybody, right. else, and then you watch it, and then you watch it again. You're like, oh, it is kind of there's questionable things that I might have missed the first time around. Um, yeah, no, I get, and I I get that. I mean, I I've but and also like I think a lot of times you you know you pay for a movie like that and you want it like you really want to enjoy it. You really want to like, yeah. love it. like I, you bring your best to it. Yeah. It's pretty rare for yeah. me to pay for a movie and I'm going and going like, I can't wait to hate the shit out of oh, this movie. Yeah. But a lot of people do that. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I can't. Well, I even went, I saw yeah. the new Jurassic park movie and was like, 
excited to go in because i was like all right like why not like yeah two hours of dinosaurs it was smell the popcorn just watching that and it was it was pretty bad i'm not gonna that's what i heard that's what (laughs) i heard it's pretty terrible Why is this happening, Chris? Why are all and I didn't even love Jurassic Park originally at mm-hmm. that point. I, I was I kind of aged out of the, the the wonder of Steven Spielberg for a minute sure. there. Uh, not, but I did watch have a bunch of people over this weekend watching Close Encounters. But you know, I came back around. But so like, but when these movies come out and and they don't not just not live up to, but you know, like when they're just objectively bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just you know that that whole that entire franchise is just it, it never should have gone past the first one. So like yeah. they can keep making these movies, but like there's literally no point to them other than to like make money and sell toys. Sure. You know, it's like Star Wars has like you know different storylines and like you know other <laughs> other uh, scenarios other than people just like putting themselves in grave danger. Like that's the entire yeah. franchise and. Uh, it's well, you know, and past the shelf date, saying yeah. they don't they don't understand hate watching. I I do under like I'll hate watch something once I get into watching it, and I'm like, oh, this thing is a piece of shit. I can't wait no. to hate the rest of it. I will hate watch something that I don't have to pay for. Yeah, if it's like yeah, a TV absolutely. show, I love hate watching. Stuff. Yeah, like I watched I, yeah. all of them just like that because I could not look away. All of what and just like that, the Sex in the City sequel. Oh, I will not, I'm not going to. Are you not in far. on that? No, no, I, I let that train pass me by for, for sure. Oh, that was that was a good hate watch. That reminded yeah. me of like the good hate watching of like, um, when, I'm trying to think of like what was like an early hate watch show. Probably I don't know, maybe Entourage. Um, and I I just hate. Yeah. Mind you, I've seen Entourage all the way through twice. Right. But I still consider it a hate watch because it's a hate watch kind of thing for you. It's just such a misguided, horrible show. You know, this like at a certain point, we uh, go. Westworld was a hate watch for me, but I came back around on that. Oh, Westworld! And yeah, I um, I watched that. I watched the first season and the second season. I just couldn't get back into it. The second season was the hate watch, but okay. then it, and it just came. It just started up again. Stranger Things. We got to touch base on that. Yeah. That's another thing Dave wouldn't let us talk about. And it's been it's been out now for ten days. I feel like we can get into some. I've only watched. Oh, you still didn't get. I that? didn't watch the final one. I watched the second to final one. Okay. Well, because the, the last one's like two and a half. That's hours why we long. keep putting it off because we're just like, yeah. God. Okay. Well, then forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say. I there. will. Um, I still don't get the hopper and russia thing like why they thought that that would be interesting they uh, we're, i mean and, and it's not, it's not they needed something it's not no i know they needed something they needed for them, something to, do, for them to do god give them something more and, interesting to do if brett gelman wasn't on the show it would have been i would have just fast forwarded through all of those he's a guy that i'll hate watch brett gelman, gelman. like when he shows up i'm officially in hate watch territory <laughs> Because I, mean, I guess it's a, a credit to how good he is at his job. Because clearly he's walking into these scenes with a mission. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know how he is in real life at all. If he, if he's this, you know, put offish. I, is, is, I've is only I heard it. that he's like a super nice, sweetheart guy. guy. That's right? all yeah. I've ever heard. 
Yeah, um, but every every role he turns up in, he's just a total. Well, he's ball. great at playing an asshole. Uh, you know, yeah. some people know their niche. Have you ever seen his? Um, he did these specials for Adult Swim that are just absolutely no. amazing. They're like these like really short kind of horror films, okay. where it's him playing himself and. I, I I can't even explain it. They're so great. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, he probably ends up like in his underwear, right? Because he always seems to end up in his underwear. End up in his underwear in those. I don't remember. Um, I I love Brett Gelman though. Um, this, That's the thing. I enjoy him too, but it's still like, oh, this son of a bitch. You know, <laughs> well, he pops up in like everything now. That's the thing. He's he's a pop up kind of um, kind of guy. I guess else? they used to call that a character actor. Yeah. What else did I see him in recently? Um. Yeah, no. The uh, I mean, Stranger Things. Like th- that's what I'm saying. Like, thank God he was in that because it would have been really boring. Boring. Like Winona Ryder is like just barely like hanging on. You could tell. Like she's like, uh, all right, I'll act surprised here. But like they that gave re- her literally nothing to do this season. That renaissance of hers is is short lived, and they're squeezing well, it. Yeah, the first season, she's like a main can. character, and like. Right, and like pushes the story forward constantly, but like now it's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably a show that honestly would have been better. It's just a single season type of thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it ended up it ended up all right. Like even after watching the first episode, we were like, "Nah, we're not going to go with this." But then we're just like, "All right, let's just keep going," and it, you know. It's it's serviceable, but you didn't like the boys, correct? You you weren't you're not following. Uh, no, I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's not that I don't yeah. like it. Um, that's what it I was. just keep people keep recommending it to me, so naturally I'm inclined yeah. to not watch it just to annoy people. To be um, that guy? No, I'll, I I will watch I will watch the boys. Um, yeah, because it seems like it's right up my alley. It's like one of those things. Like I get mad mad at uh, Matt for not watching a Batman movie. Okay. Um, but everyone tells me that the voice is awesome. So, it, yeah, it goes there. It goes there where the Marvel movies are afraid to go. Put it really? Yeah. How so? Like in in terms of violence or like uh, just like themes or all of it? Really? It it it's it doesn't pull any punches whatsoever in the things that it's trying to accomplish. Where Marvel doesn't either. But they're all like, oh, we're Disney and yeah, oh, we're Marvel and and you know these are very much beloved. There's no there's there's no cultural relationship with these superheroes in this show. Right. So there's none of that baggage bullshit that right. like, oh, this guy would never do that. This is not and. You know, and, and the superheroes kind of inhabit a more natural, normal world. They're not sainted things. I guess they're not in the Marvel movies. They do very much play up that human element of them, but you know, they don't. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, um, I forget who said it, but someone said that the problem they have with Marvel movies is that no one's having sex in them. <laughs> like they just kind of avoid it altogether. You know. Um, true yeah because like you compare I mean, it might have even been like might have been like james gunn who's done marvel and dc movies but like in his dc stuff it's like like they show peacemaker like fully having sex with someone yeah, <laughs> like so. the first episode of that show you know it makes them that much more relatable yeah but then it goes back to who was it i guess it might have been it might have been clerks even who brought up like what would superman be like having sex mm-hmm you know, yeah. And, and when oh yeah, he yeah. Shoots his shot. That's a, maybe it wasn't clerks. I don't know. It would be the kind of thing the clerks would talk about. Yeah, Lumos Marvel uh, says a dumb gripe, and I I do agree because like I I enjoy the Marvel movies without that, and I can watch them you know with my niece and nephew without 
right yeah that's and that's the whole thing but at the same time the all the they're they're coming from these comic books that are so overly sexualized in every way they can be for the last 75 years yeah so it's it's a fine line because i mean they're not putting scarlett johansson in there because she can really deliver (laughs) not lie and you know let's talk about the outfits that they're putting her yeah among other things so yeah you could say there's no sex in it man but let's get real (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh so what else so i'm mccartney oh yeah where did you that see him that, at giants at, right? at metlife over here yeah. yeah um yeah the uh and didn't and springsteen came out springsteen right? showed up and bon jovi showed up with his balloons holy crap he had balloons and uh, he brought balloons because it was mccartney's birthday so he came out and led the crowd in an off-key rendition of happy birthday but Springsteen, on the other hand, showed up. He brought his guitar. He brought his A game. Yeah, and they they rocked out a little bit. But Bon Jovi revealed himself for the hack that he is. <laughs> if you ask me, well, you really you are really not a fan of Bon Jovi. I, it just it was a t- I mean it was a hand delivered yeah scenario for me to really drive my point home. You know, but McCartney was great. I had yeah, no, so what I hadn't seen him before. My mother actually bought the tickets. She's like, oh, I'm nice. 70. I'm going to see him. And uh, I've only seen McCartney once. And yeah, it was for same. four songs. That was Oh it. wow. This was three hours, man. I was like, it was a Thursday night. It was I started my vacation that like I went to work on Thursday and then I was off and I was on vacation and started it with McCartney show. And I'm like, I'll be home. And in bed by midnight because you know he's 80 years old. The thing starts at 8:30. There's no opening band. We'll be out of there in no time. We'll drop mom off at home and hit the highway, and I'll be tucked in. I didn't get home till almost like 2:30 in the morning. He played <laughs> till like uh, at least after 11, like maybe quarter after 11. Wow! And it was it was and, all the hits. Okay, so what song did he play? And Beatles or solo or wings or otherwise that you were surprised that he pulled out surprised that he pulled out <sighs> yeah like were there any like weird like did he play like an obscure song off of Ram or something he might have there's I'll, I'll be the first to admit there's there's depths of his solo catalog that I haven't even ever looked at um, you know yeah he's I, I, he's someone as I get older I appreciate more and more of his solo yeah and, and even like wings like I like a lot of wings songs yeah I, I gained a new appreciation for some other for some songs that I hadn't heard much of because it's always yeah if it's not the Beatles it's live and let die or maybe right. amazed or um, band on the run what what was what's su- not surprised like and it's not surprising at all but his band was just fantastic and like you know the the, the arrangements and, and stuff and uh it was all pretty great what was really cool is they did uh i got a feeling uh and he tells the story before the song starts that uh what's his name peter jackson who put together the the get back thing offered him up uh isolated audio and video of john lennon singing his part from the, uh, the rooftop concert yeah so paul's all and i'm not gonna do his accent but like paul's all like you know so he gave me this video and it's really great because i get to sing with john again and we know it's not john but it's john and and so they the band goes into the song and then when it gets to john's part you know and it comes you know full up on the screen and the, the video show that the, the the, the video component of concerts these days is oh yeah off the charts oh i know yeah 
and you know crystal clear and there's like a 3d element to it yeah. that just is, is spectacular it's awesome yeah i saw beck a few years ago his his videos were just like unreal yeah 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 it's it's really changed things yeah um but sad you know that was like kind of the big treat i guess you know and he he plays every you know he even does something which is you know technically a george harrison oh wow song I'm looking um, at the set list night right now. I just want to see what he. Uh, yeah, maybe you could pick what out. He pulled out. That. Oh, he did. Let me roll it. All right, that's. Amazing. Yeah, the, you know what? That was and that was fantastic. Oh, that was that so was good. one of the smoothest jams of the night. Yeah, that's such an underrated. That's like the best John Lennon song that Paul McCartney wrote. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Now, a friend of mine and his wife has seen him the last few times through. She's a huge McCartney fan, so they were always going. And he he wasn't surprised, but I was telling him how great it was, and he was like, they were on the fence about going, and they ultimately didn't go, because it has been the same show Oh yeah, for the, for the last 10, 20, however long, you know, with a few changes, I'm sure, here and there. Right. But uh, it's... But the man's 80 years old, and, and the fact that he went as long and hard as he did that night, you know. Yeah, his and his, his touring band is, like, freaking awesome, right? Fantastic. Top-notch. Yeah. You know. And, uh, yeah, he did, a, you know, it was a sweet little, he took about a month and a half to work his way across the country, play a gig, take four or five nights off. Mm. You know, he's got, you know, the best medical treatment, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. with him every step of the oh, way. Oh, he gets injected with, you know, absolutely. Him, Mick Jagger, right he was hooking up Springsteen because I'm telling you, Springsteen looks better than he did 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's slimmed down and, you know, he in a certain way, he looks like he's, he, he looks like he doesn't, you know, have the, he's a little more. I don't want to say diminished because that gives you sort of a negative tone, but he, you know, he's not as broad a man as he used to be right. as, as he's now 70 years old. But, and I was expecting the worst sort of when I saw him start to kind of make some interview rounds over the last few months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, he's looking a little, little thin there, a little frail. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, 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 he looked great. He's probably doing yoga. He, something. Move, he's yoga. Blood pl- injections, plasma, all that shit. Whereas Bon Jovi looks like he's just fucking putting down the Marlboro Reds and, and Jim Beam. Yeah. Like like there's nobody's, you know. Man. No so, tomorrow. okay. So he did. All right. So I'm looking at the set list. He brought out Springsteen and did Glory Days. Mm-hmm. And then did I Want to Be Your Man after that. Correct. Right? Yeah. And real rockers. And then he comes back. So Paul McCartney comes back out for an encore. The last three songs are, are Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight, and The End. Yeah, he does the whole. And Springsteen came out for The End? Yeah. Did he do like a yeah. solo or something? He took one of the solos, yeah. Oh. Which, and, and to be honest, and like, and it wasn't great, you know, at that point, you know, it's. It, it, Bruce isn't necessarily a shrimp. Right, right. Paul's eighty years old. You know, the best solo was you know Paul's lead guy. Yeah, yeah. And the other two were just you know living legends. <laughs> did he? Did Paul out. just play bass the whole show? Or he played piano? He switched up. He played guitar. He played. Oh, nice. Two, he, he had an upright piano that he played at the front of the stage. Then he had the grand piano at, at the back. And then a couple weeks later, Paul played in England, and Springsteen joined him there as well. Uh-huh. So like it's you know Springsteen's leveling up as if that yeah no that's you know, I mean getting, uh, that's got to be insane for someone like Springsteen who like came after like in the aftermath of the Beatles like all of them yeah to to last that long it, you know you get there 
and <laughs> if you're in the right shape, yeah, you can really take advantage of it, or you could be like. Maticus Finch says here with John Bon Jovi looks like somebody's lesbian aunt. Not that there's anything wrong with being somebody's lesbian aunt, but when you used to be John Bon Jovi, uh-huh. you know, it's it's a thing. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I saw, I got a Black Crow show in down in Asbury Park. Wow. Was pretty good. Yeah, that's what I said. I got everything into the, like a month. Yeah, you've been busy. Um, yeah. I haven't been to Asbury Park in a while, but I went there. It's a good time. I went there for a uh, do you remember when they did the All Tomorrow's Parties festival there? Which one was that? Was it, uh, it was like flaming. Sounds like a Flaming Lips type. It kind of, well, the ATP is like this. They're they're like an organization based in in uh, in England that put on these like festivals, like really okay. n- like niche festivals, okay. and they'll get like one artist to curate mm-hmm. the whole thing. Okay. Um, oh, so what's his name? The dude from that band that was going out with Lena Dunham. That guy oh, was running away. That, uh, what's his name? No, yeah, no, it wasn't Jack Antonoff. No, it was so when we well we we went it was Portishead who curated the whole thing. Okay. So like it's it's more on like that kind of like pitchfork type of, you know, faves. Yeah. Um but it was awesome. I mean, we saw pub- they they had Public Enemy there. Um, Portishead played two nights in a row. Deerhoof. Uh, it was awesome. That's the last time I've been to Asbury Park. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a cool place. It's a, it's a good time. I, I've always enjoyed going there. Even thirty years. Well, no, twenty five years ago. So where did they where did they play at the? They played at the Stone Pony. Has an outside. Nice. Uh, summer stage type of thing. So the band's facing the beach, the crowd's in between. Sold out, packed place. Like the vibe was good. It was it was a better time than I was expecting. The band sounded good. How many so people? Back. What's the capacity of Stone Pony? Uh, they get about 2,500, 3,000. I mean, the club itself is a small, regular kind of club where they'll get, you know, five, 600 people inside. Yeah. Um, but when they do the summer stage thing and all the big bands come through, yeah, yeah. they'll put together like 2,500, 3,000 for a big one. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought up Asbury Park um, festivals because I have a family situation. I want to consult you. I'd like to bring it up with Dave because he would, I'm sure, have good input on this one. Sure. And then the board can help out too. So my mom is turning 70 this year. Mm-hmm. And I am totally using this as an opportunity to shame a family member right now. <laughs> So my mom's turning 70 in a, in, in a few weeks, and as part of, she's celebrating herself as, as you should when you make it to 70. And so she rented a house down the shore for a long weekend in September, which might sound odd if you're not from the area, but right. those who know, like September's the better time to kind of be down the shore because the weather's usually just as good, if not a little better for being out on the beach all day. Yeah, no one's there. It's not so oppressively hot, and everybody's gone, yeah. and things are a little less expensive. So mom put together a house for for a long weekend there and it's the same weekend that my sister is planning on going to this festival in asbury park uh two nights first night's green day and the second night stevie nicks is the headliner wow and and my sister's trying to justify that like why she can't she can stop through for dinner for mom's birthday weekend but she's got to do this thing uh-huh. with Stevie Nicks and, and friggin' Green Day. Hmm. So I can drop a couple hammers on her for this. Right. I mean, you turning 70 is a big one. Like, that's. It's, it's a big one. Yeah. 
that's uh, yeah. uh that's you know you're taking a step into like the twilight there's no denying your senior citizen <laughs> right at this point you know she could still get out and do things and go to mccartney concerts yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that but at the same time let's you know as i hear it put in a certain way like there's only so many summers left yeah when when you get to that stage. and it's just stevie nicks not fleetwood mac Thank you. Like <laughs> that, that. No, that's an important distinction because one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up to Dave is I, I very I never call in like a showbiz favor from Dave. You mm-hmm. know, I keep it very platonic in a lot of ways. But I might have to ask if he's got connections. Well, yeah. I need a video message from Stevie Nicks. So if anybody <laughs> has any connection whatsoever, she's probably. I'm gonna find cameo. myself in it. I looked. She's uh. not. I find myself in the curious position that I never thought I would, where I need to get in touch with Stevie Nicks. Yeah. And I need a video from her to my sister telling her to get her head on straight. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I told my sister. I'm like, Stevie would want you to go hang out with your mom. Yeah, you kind of have you to. Know, there's, there's no denying that whatsoever. So I mean, it's also just you. like... You have to think about like if she doesn't go, everyone's going to be asking where she is, and you have That's, to tell them she's at a Stevie Nicks concert. And her and you know, my I hate to give her the credit, but my sister usually is the life of the party, and so her <laughs> absence, her absence will be felt, and it will also be noticed. Right. You know, so it's uh, yeah. Adam, I'm ready to drop the hammer, but I don't want to do it too soon. Adam asks, "Where is Elvira when you need him?" Yeah, good point. Elvira could well, probably get in touch with Stevie Nicks. You're right. Although I don't know, yeah, I'm sure he, I don't know if Elvira's the one you want to have to your he, point of he, contact with Stevie Nicks. He's got your go-between <laughs> that you're looking for. Who knows? Maybe. And I don't know how to pronounce their name. Muse, Muse Doer, Muse Dower. Her mother-in-law, their mother-in-law, loves Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. and um, I f- I'm sorry about that. And Stevie Nicks has spawned like this whole generation, multiple generations of women who like think they're gypsies, <laughs> you know. And, and they got this; they they put together this whole like moon vibe and everything. Uh-huh. And I'll give Stevie the credit where it's due; she's got the chops to pull it off all the way f- for decades and decades now. But all these other women, they need some help. What festival is this? Want to look at the rest of the? I don't even know what the name of it is. It's uh, that is a good question. There we Stevie, go. What are you looking like? Stevie Nicks Asbury Park? Yeah. See here now fest. Okay. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, okay, Green Day, Cage the Elephant, Head in the Heart, Idols, Courtney Barnett. My, I feel so old. I don't know who a lot of these people are. Courtney uh, Barnett, Michael Franti, and Spearhead. Okay. I, yeah. Th- like if you listen to WFUV, Ten years ago, this is a great show. <laughs> yeah, then the next day, it's it's Stevie Nicks with My Morning Jacket, Billy Strings. I, again, I don't know who any Billy fucking Strings is playing. Oh, if she just if, mm, if she'd have led with that, I might have had a slightly different reaction. <laughs> Gary Clark Jr., cool. Fletcher, The Backseat Lovers, Peach Pit, <clears throat> Skip Marley. Excuse me. I wonder if that's one of Bob Marley's it's... children. I think uh, you're yeah, you have to be at this point. Okay. I mean, that's a tough one to pass. I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's there's some good. There's going to be some good music, and Stevie Nicks is going to be there. So we'll put it that way. I guess. I don't know if it's just. Uh, it, it could just be 
again that I don't recognize a lot of artists, but I feel like every time I look at a festival lineup since the since COVID, they all seem like really weak. Like it seems like they can only get like one or two people, and then the rest are just kind of like, yeah, you never heard of these people. <laughs> Come anyway. Excuse me. Ooh. Are you dying? Billy is the shiz. I said I don't even know who Billy Strings is. Who is Billy Strings? I can't answer that right now. Should, <laughs> should I know? Oh man. Um, hold on. Yeah, take your time. I'm looking up Billy Strings, Wikipedia. I shouldn't have talked shit about Stevie Nicks. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, she's getting you back with her oh, gypsy magic. Um. He's only 29. Billy's big in the jam scene. Yeah. He's, oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we need to end we early? Might have to punch, we, might ha- we might have to punch out early. All right. We can punch out early. I don't want you to die on, on just, a live stream. I know the feeling. I know what you're going through. Yeah. Um, I apologize, Erica, <laughs> for, the, for the moon comments. I'm just, you know, I'm not passing judgment, just observing. That's all. <laughs> Well, you know what? We're almost out of time anyway, so it's good. It's all good. Here we, we made it. We made it. Um, Sounds like I'm getting better. Th- it does. Uh, the beer did go down the wrong. It was the end of the beer. It was a little warm. <laughs> it's never yeah. pleasant. It's even less pleasant when you're, you know, you're supposed to be talking. It makes it very difficult. It happened to me once. I was running the door um, at QED, this comedy club I worked at, and I like choked on a piece of popcorn. And I, but I had to like uh, check people in and then get the show started, and I just couldn't stop choking like you are right now. It's 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 no good. It's awful. It's no good. Um, well, thank you everyone for tuning in tonight. Uh, I'm sorry, Des, that you had that, yeah uh, uh, risk. I'll be all right. Risk I'll death. be all right. Uh, Erica, Erica, let me down. <laughs> <laughs> like she let like off right. the, the hook, so to speak. Not she didn't let me down at all. She proved a lot of points right now. I take it all back, but my sister still should come to mind. Yeah, no, I, I firmly agree. Um Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay. And tell your sister to listen to this episode so she can hear us all say the same thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> Thanks everyone for hanging out tonight. It's been a blast. Uh, yes, good to see y'all. I hope uh, it's been a minute, so we, we thought we'd get back in. Yeah, we've got a, uh, and hopefully Dave will be back next Monday. Um, oh wait, I do have one question though, because sure. I've been looking at our our screen that we share where the, the chat goes by and everything. Yeah, and there's a second screen set up for you. And this whole last hour, I'm trying to figure out what the hell that image is. Is there a way you can show just that still? This? Yeah, it's it's the uh, bed music. No, not no, not the. I'm sorry, not the black oh. one. There's another one, not the black. Oh, shirt, this. Another... It's just the pre-show reel that I never took out. Oh, I don't know what that is. We're looking at. What can you see? I see. Here, me, I'll put it up on the screen. No, that's not it. That's changed now. So this was Dixon. I think it might have been. Oh, you know what? It, well, I know what it was. Yeah, I stopped it. We can get out of it. Never mind. It was Vince Neal's armpit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that I know I'm back in a hair metal vibe. Okay, yeah. It was Vince Neal. Yeah. 
just to bring it all back around to Maticus Finch's tremendous yeah he does he does pre show he does good with the pre show reels no um, question okay all right let's sign off for real now all right guys um, good to see you all yes thank you guys if you'd like to help support this fine program you can do that with uh, by subscribing right here on Twitch or uh, supporting us over at Maximum Fun. Head to MaximumFun.org slash join to become a member. Um, that also really helps us out a lot. And uh, please spread the word and let people know that we're doing this show. Um, I'm trying to get the closing music and I can't find it. My goodness. Oh, I got it. Uh, there it is. Oh, there we go. Now I'm ready to go. <laughs> um... Thank you, everyone. I'm uh, I'm so hungry, actually. So yeah, and I'd like to I'd like you to get the fuck out of here, um, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Um, all right, now we have to go out on that clip just so people don't think we were just randomly calling people bitches. Um, good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Love you. Uh, see you next week. Uh, see you at the match tomorrow. And. Uh, to meet my colleague, Dr. Hamilton. And I'd like you to get the fuck out of here. Oh, it's all get right. out of here. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.